When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Let's jump into Deshaun Watson. This is the Rich Eisen Show. How transparent has Deshaun Watson been with the NFL? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. We've seen the NFL come down harder on players in the past that weren't transparent with them. Deshaun Watson has been suspended for six games. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Still to come, Hall of Fame sports columnist, Bob Ryan. Plus, ESPN MLB columnist, Buster Olney. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We already chatted with Bob Ryan about the late Bill Russell and his greatness. And we spoke to Albert Breer uh, about the story of the day in uh, the NFL that Deshaun Watson has been suspended six games for the 2022 season. And all the news surrounding that, my opinion of it, um, I say it's not enough. Um, and all of that sitting on our YouTube feed, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of that. Chris Brockman sitting in his spot. DJ Mikey D is in D's Nuts sitting in his spot. Good to see both of you guys over there. What's up, Rich? Rich? Good to see you. Uh, TJ Jefferson sitting in his spot over there. TJ Woods, you can call me now. TJ Woods, he played golf (laughs) this weekend. TJ Morikawa. There you go. (laughs) TJ Morikawa. Very good. Buddy Colin. Good to see you over there, sir. Great to to be seen. Fantastic. Uh, In this hour, um, we're about to get to Buster (laughs) Olney from the Worldwide Leader in Sports. What's going on with the baseball trading deadline is tomorrow. Um, the coach of the San Francisco 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, talking about Debo Samuel being in the fold now. Debo! We'll do back. our best to get that sound bite turned around, as we say in the business. Uh, also, in the, in this hour, your overreaction Monday, correct? That's correct. Okay. Coming up. And TJ Jefferson, I hope you'll be fine with this, but there's, um, you know, uh, uh, a conversation to be had on this program about okay. our TikTok feed. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and we will have an in-studio guest Special. on that subject matter. Okay, so you're bringing in a specialist, is what you're saying, my boy. I told you I could hand. I was willing to hand the reins over months ago. Xander Kip yeah. Eisen physically here in the in the building. He's here. What? Yeah. Uh, you can see him. He's sitting right there on the couch. Now I was trying to play. Okay. Rich. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, anyway, well, he will be joining us on this program. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't miss that if I were you. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial. But the baseball trading deadline is coming up fast, and the man who's got uh, all the information that I'm keen to know from the worldwide leader in sports love listening to him on the broadcasts of Sunday night and all the other major league games of note uh, on ESPN. Uh, the great Buster Olney is back here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes Benz Vans phone line. How you doing, Buster? 
I'm doing great, Rich. How are you? I'm doing fine. Let's talk about the trade that just went down about an hour ago. Why was Josh Hader traded away and available? Why, and, and they trade him to a, a, a team that they could easily see in the first round in October? What's up with that? Yeah, this is a mid-market slash small-market team managing its resources. Uh, Josh Hader's been one of the most dominant relievers in baseball, but through arbitration he was going to climb to $15 million uh, probably in, in that range for next year. And that's really high for a reliever for a team like the Brewers, got a limited payroll. Um, you know, it's interesting. There have been stories that the, the Brewers have been listing on Hader the last uh, few days. They've been listing on Hader for three years. <laughs> like, they've told teams all along, look, uh, if you want to make us an offer, we're open to it because we know at some point we're going to be dealing the guy. Uh, and it just got to that tipping point. He had really struggled in the last month, you know, 13 runs in his last eight and a third innings, five homers allowed. So you get the sense that the Brewers kind of, you know, got out while the getting was good, um, you know, before, uh, before Hader's salary began to climb. And for the Padres, they they are going for it. There's no doubt about it. You know, uh, a lot of talk about AJ Preller, their general manager, being aggressive, but their owner uh, is to me uh, one of the Peter Seidler's is probably the closest thing we've seen to the Tigers, uh, Mike Illich, and that it's cost be damned. He's trying to win a championship for his city. No kidding. So isn't it amazing? We're, we we now live in a world in which the Padres are. The San Diego Padres are taking advantage of a mid-market, small-market team that wants to uh, mind its P's and Q's for not just now, but down the road. And the Padres are are one of those teams as a, a have. And the question is, is can they have Juan Soto? What's the scoop there, Buster? Yeah, uh, they are down to one of three teams that are involved in this conversation with the Nationals. Uh, the Cardinals are also in. And I think that you know, all things being equal, the Cardinals might have the best position prospects, uh, major league ready players to offer for Soto. Some of the other general managers doubt whether or not the Cardinals have the stomach to give up the, the sort of massive prospect deal that would be required for it. You can't ever rule out the Dodgers are one of the final three teams. You know, they got you Darvish. They got Manny Machado. Last summer they got Trey Turner and Max Scherzer, and you know, they've done a phenomenal job of developing players. So they have the players to make it happen. I don't think there's any question that the Padres are the most motivated team, and they could theoretically make it happen. I think, Rich, the big question at the moment is, uh, you know, are, are the Nationals under ownership mandate to move Soto? Uh, Mike Rizzo, the general manager, has said, no, that's not the case. Uh, the team is in, in uh, you know, in the midst of being transferred in, in ownership. And folks with other teams have wondered, you know, do the incoming owners want uh, that first big move to be being forced to trade Juan Soto, or are they telling the outgoing owners, the Lerner family, look, you guys have to make that trade. We're not going to do that. You know, come on board and immediately trade the best player in the organization. I do think he's going to get traded. Most of the executives who I speak with believe he's going to get traded before the deadline as well so then what about the idea that you rent soto for two years right like so what's his contract situation and how that might affect the prospect hall that the nationals are asking for or eventually might have to settle for buster yeah and look he's under team control for the rest of this year and for the next two years before he come becomes a free agent and that actually uh, makes him attractive to just about every team. You know, it's not like he's already locked into some $500 million contract now. 
and that makes him accessible if you're the Padres. I don't think they would be acquiring him even worrying about the next contract. I don't think the Cardinals would be worrying about that. You know, typically St. Louis, when they acquire a player, uh, you know, Matt Holliday, Mark McGuire, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, you know, they like the player to come into St. Louis, get comfortable, and then they work out some sort of an extension. Um, I, here's the thing, too, is that when you're talking about a player like Juan Soto, if and when he does get traded, it'll be the most significant young player traded since Babe Ruth. He's 23 years old. He's on a trajectory to be an inner circle Hall of Famer. This is like trading for Willie Mays in 1955, like trading for Henry Aaron in 1958, like trading for Mike Trout in 2014. That's how good this guy is. And if you look at the history of these massive you know, prospect, young player for superstar type deals, whether it's baseball or basketball, you can talk about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to the Lakers, uh, you know, it, it deals in baseball, you know, Vita Blue, uh, Tom Seaver, they always work out for the team that acquires the superstar because you can't replicate the type of production a guy like Juan Soto is going to give you. But if you're a team that's, like you said, the Padres and Cardinals or whomever that acquires Soto with the, the sense of, well, we have two plus years of contractual control and that's all we're going to basically get him for. So, hey, Nationals, we're not going to give you 15 of our top prospects based on that concept where, where when do we check in with scott boris to see if that's okay with him you know like honestly yeah, yeah and that's that's a great question uh he of course represents soto yes i don't think the padres are worried about that i, I think that they're only at the moment concerned about acquiring for this year and for the next two years i think the cardinals have an eye on that i think the dodgers would be the one team among the three that might be concerned. And I, I don't know, you know how earnest the Dodgers are in their pursuit. Part of me wonders if they're uh, you know, driving the price up for the Padres, the division rival. Because uh, you know, knowing Andrew Friedman, Friedman through the years, the head of baseball operations for the Dodgers, I don't think he likes the idea of paying twice for a, a superstar-level player. The deal that he made for Mookie Betts, he basically, Alex Verdugo, as it's turned out, is the only major league regular that he gave up. And then he signed Mookie to that you know, deal that had a lot of deferred money. If you're taking on Juan Soto, not only is it going to cost you, you know, the four or five uh, big-time young player prospects, but it also is going to cost you eventually a contract that starts with the number five. Juan Soto is likely to be the first player to get a $500 million contract. Buster only here on the Rich Eisen Show, senior writer from ESPN and reporter uh, as well during Sunday Night Baseball. So was there a moment over the last three days that Shohei Otani was really open on the market? The Angels put him out there? Did that happen, Buster? For real? No. In the last two hours, I've seen you know, a headline, breaking, Otani's off the market. He was never really on the market. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of teams this time of year will tell other teams, Look, if you guys want to, you know, give us an offer, let us know. So much of that is about gathering information for the winter time. Uh, you know, Artie Moreno, the owner of the Angels, is hyper aggressive. He's absolutely attracted to stardom, which is why he, you know, uh, went over the head of his general manager and signed Josh Hamilton. Did the same thing with Albert Pujols. Did the same thing with Anthony Rendon. The idea that he's going to give up the shiniest object in baseball. 
uh, a year and a half from free agency, I, I, there, there was no way that was going to happen. It, folks within the Angels organization acknowledge that. Now, the reason why you gather information now is they are barreling toward that moment when they will seriously have to consider trading him because there's a lot of indication that uh, Otani uh, might be ready to move on. Mm. Like he, you know, I mean, the Angels uh, have obviously been an incredible disappointment this year. Uh, last year, every other year, Otani's been there. Almost every year that Mike Trout has been there. And and the conversation within baseball circles is, you know what, Otani's going to be ready to jump to another team. And if that's the case, if the Angels, I assume early in the offseason, will make him a big offer, if he says no, then yeah, then you do have to begin to, in earnest, talk about trading him. Well, where might Otani be interested, Buster? And there's a city so nice they named it twice um, that I'm thinking of. <laughs> you know, but um, so what are, you, what, are you, what are you thinking? Because he did sign with the Angels when the rest of the free world was trying to get him. Um, and the concept was he kind of likes how there's no 24-7, 365 sports talk radio and 15 newspapers coming at him. What's his... What's his uh, his wants, do you think, on that? That's exactly right. Uh, I was talking with the general manager yesterday who was uh, going back over his notes from the time that Otani was available and the message that uh, the teams got after he picked the Angels was, look, he just doesn't want to have all the hoopla and be the number one guy. He can go to the Angels. He can just focus on baseball. Mike Trout can be the headliner, and, and he can just do his thing. Well, <laughs> you know, that clearly has to change now because he is the brightest object in baseball. You know, he's a one of a kind. No one's ever done what he's done as a two way player. And you wonder if he's moved that beyond that part of his career uh, where he is ready to be the headliner. Um, I, I've wondered about the Mets because Billy Epler was the most important person, the former general manager of the Angels to lure Otani, he had developed a really great relationship with him, to lure Otani to the Angels. Well, Billy Epler's moved on to the Mets, who are now owned by the richest owner in baseball. Uh, and you would assume that when Otani becomes a free agent after the 2023 season, that Steve Cohen and the Mets may take a run at him. Uh, you wonder about the Mariners, uh, who, you know, they, they signed each row in the past. Uh, if Otani wants to stay on the West Coast, that would be an interesting place. And, of course, the Dodgers, even though uh, you know, there would be a lot more attention, in theory, media attention, playing with the Dodgers, he'd be surrounded by Mookie Betts and other star players. He wouldn't have to shoulder that entire burden. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what, what he decides, uh, how he begins to steer this process, if he begins to steer this process, process and what already um, you know, decides to do in terms of when to, to pull the plug. I don't know if the Mets go and get him or he's interested in the Mets. George Steinbrenner might come back from the dead just to <laughs> say over my dead body and then go back to the grave. Buster. Rich, i you know? I got to tell you, Rich, one of my great things that I'm really excited about, you and I have never seen in our lifetimes that moment when the Mets, at full superpower strength, mm -hmm. and the Yankees, at full superpower strength, have gone after the same guy. It's almost like they politely have deferred to the other team in various moments in their respective histories. But at some point, whether it's uh, Otani, whether it's Soto and free agency, we are destined to have a full-blown uh, Mets versus Yankees showdown for a player. Heck, maybe it'll happen this winter for Aaron Judge. 
No, gosh. He's so uh, awesome and so locked in, Buster. There's no question about that. Uh, In the couple minutes I I have left with you here, you know, here on the program, with all due respect to Soto, you know, um, and and, and everyone else, we on this program, you know, talk so much about um, so many star players in baseball. Nothing moves the needle like Otani. Nothing. Nothing comes close to moving the needle like Otani. And I'm just wondering if his decision might be affected by Trout's health. What's going on with Trout? What is going on with him, Buster? So when the athletic trainer spoke with reporters the other day and talked about this condition that he said that Trout would have to manage, uh, you know, I've got mutual friends with Trout. I didn't speak to him directly, but they were all right away like, no, that, you know, that's not that serious. Like, yeah, it's a concern and he's going to have to get treatment. He got a shot last week and, but the full expectation uh, is that he's going to, to play again this year and they assume he's going to play next year. You know, the messaging I got back from the folks I talked to was, uh, this is not as big of a deal as that long-sounding okay. name of the condition that he has. <laughs> um, you know, we'll see. Uh, he, he's certain, you know, he's over 30 now. You hope he continues. Um, it, it's a fair question. And if you're Otani, you're right. You're looking at the Angels. They just can't put together enough pitching. They seem to step on their themselves all the time. And now you've got this situation with Trout. If you're Otani, uh, you're going to want a chance to win. That's what I've heard time and time again about him, is that he just wants to win now uh, as he moves forward. And if you look at how the Angels have done in recent years, they would not be candidate number one for that. Last one for you, Buster Olney. Uh, every other year, it seems, you know, there could be, uh, let's just say the Cardinals from a few years ago, team that's out of it or, you know, average, moribund, sleeping right around August 1st, today's date. And then in October, it's like, wow, that was when things turned and they made a run and look how deep they're going into October. Which team do you think has the best chance to be that team this time around? Buster Olney. And you could include the 2019 Nationals in that category, yes, the Braves last year, uh, you know, below 500 in the trade deadline. I'm going to pick the Seattle Mariners, who made that really aggressive trade for Luis Castillo the other day. Other teams are shocked how much they gave up. But this is a team that hasn't made the playoffs in 21 years. They have uh, baseball's you know, brightest rookie superstar in Julio Rodriguez. They now have a, a, the sort of rotation that you can win a short series with. I wouldn't be surprised if they do more before the trade deadline. They've been playing great. That, to me, is a team to watch. Buster Olney, thanks so much. Greatly appreciate it. Let's chat again soon. Look for more of my texts and, and calls. Thank you, sir. Enjoy tonight. Thanks, Rich. You got it. Buster Olney, part of Red Sox and Astros tonight on the Worldwide Leader right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I follow him on Twitter. You should as well. The great Buster Olney. He, as you know, uh, well, you may not know, Buster Olney has been, you know, he worked for the New York Times before the worldwide leader and the folks in Bristol hired him. Yep. So he knows New York baseball. He's not wrong, T.J. Jefferson. Mm-hmm. When the Yankees were the Yankees of the 70s and George Steinbrenner was paying all that money, the Mets were in the toilet Yeah, after having that magical run in 69 and 73. Then it just went... After, you know, 
coming into being in 1962. And then the Yankees went south after Reggie leaves and Winfield becomes Mr. May and right in the thick of the, my baseball people said Ken Phelps for Jay (laughs) Buhner era, the Howie Spira era, the Mets win the World Series in 86. and But they go into the best team money can buy spiral, and that was kind of the only time best team that money can buy when the Mets were trying to spend and give Bobby Bonilla an, annu- an, uh, an annuity all the way to this day and past. And then the Wilpons come in, and we all know that they became financially strapped and the Yankees are the Yankees. The Yankees and Mets have never had the same spending power and desire at the same time for the same all-time potentially great free agent. That's never happened. Mets weren't in on Reggie. They weren't in on Reggie. They weren't in on Winfield. They weren't in on any of that. Interesting. Otani's free, and the Mets and the Yankees start spending together? Billy Epler. He's the key. Yeah, right. I'm telling you, they will have a seance. George Steinbrenner will come back from the dead and say, over my dead body is this happening. (laughs) And And then he'll go back to the grave and Otani will be in Yankee Stadium. (laughs) It's not happening. It's a new day. Okay. (laughs) Put a pin in that one. Put a pin in that one, baby. This is great. Put a pin in that one. Because George is gone and Uncle Stevie's here and he wants his own type of they should you know, make legacy. The, they should absolutely have another episode of Billions on that. Not too late. Let's take a break here. Overreaction Monday. Monday. Jerry Jones has also chimed in on why Jimmy Johnson's not in the Ring of Honor. Uh-huh. You mean we almost made it through a whole show without a Dallas That's comment? right. Holy cow. That sniveling story when we return <laughs> as well. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Our friends at Callaway want to remind you, we've been talking about what their driver, their irons, their putters, and even now wedges around the greens. Just a reminder, there's a golf ball you need to play with, and it's the Callaway Chrome Soft family. There is, just like the driver and the irons, the wedges and the putters, a version of it that fits your game to perfection. That is why Callaway has made everyone better by taking the Chrome Soft and giving you every type of performance that you can have by using the right version of Chrome Soft. I use the regular Chrome Soft. That's for the widest range of golfers. You do feel a difference. You do get more distance. You can have more forgiveness when you you miss, just like I do. If you're a player looking for more workability, there's the Chrome Soft X. There's tour level short game control there. The Chrome Soft X LS gives you a lower spin golf ball on longer shots, a firmer feel, still with high spin around the greens. Every Chrome Soft is enhanced with precision technology, which uses design techniques and manufacturing specifications up to one one thousandth of an inch. That's what ensures that they're the highest quality, most consistent, fastest golf ball possible. Add it all up. So simple. Chrome Soft is better for the best and better for everyone. Find out which Chrome Soft is right for you at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. So when uh, Jimmy Johnson went into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Jerry was there, you know? And they seem to have a, uh, a great admiration and respect for each other. And it did appear that that helped build a bridge between the two men that, as we all know, won a Super Bowl together and then won another Super Bowl together, only to have Jerry fire him summarily and replace him with Barry Switzer. Fascinatingly enough, uh, Troy's a college coach before he went to UCLA, right? If I'm not mistaken, he told Jimmy no at Oklahoma State and said yes to to Switzer at Oklahoma, right? I believe that's And then went to UCLA. It's just interesting, fascinating stuff about the Dallas Cowboys because they're just fascinating every single thing that happens with them, certainly when Jerry Jones addresses matters publicly. So, Newey Scruggs, who has been covering the Cowboys locally there for Channel 5, the Channel 5 NBC affiliate there in, in Dallas, had a sit-down with Jerry in Oxnard, just up the road here, and uh, asked him various questions and got to the one about Jimmy Johnson not in the ring of honor, you know, which is inside the stadium itself. And when is Jimmy going to get in the ring of honor? He's now in the hall. And the idea that he's not in the ring of honor, apparently, is because Jerry doesn't want it yet, or he just can't seem to put Jimmy there yet, meaning... Whatever water that seemingly went underneath the Canton Bridge still exists and is roaring. That river's running through it. So Nui asked Jerry about Jimmy being in the Ring of Honor and pointed out to him that to some, the fact that Jimmy's not there is because Jerry's still being petty about it. Hey. Okay. That was the way Jerry was uh, asked about this. And here's his response, tamping down 
apparently, pushing back on the notion that Jerry's being petty about it. But listen for the one word that stands out among the rest. You tell me which word it is after we finish the soundbite. Hit it. It's BS for anybody to be making anything. I've said I'm going to put him in. Now, when I put him in, and the circumstances and what I do with that, uh, there's a lot more than Jimmy to think about here. And I've got a lot of other lives out here that have laid a lot on the line on the field that uh, need to be in that ring of honor as well. And so uh, how I do that, what I do it with, uh, 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 I get to make that decision. And it isn't at the end of the day all tailored around uh, whether uh, Jimmy's snibbling or not. Which word stands out to you? I have two. There's just one, Mike. I don't need you to confuse the situation. There's one word that stands out. Circumstances? No. no. Snibbling. Snibbling. That was, uh, that was two. Snibbling. That was my second. Let me give you the definition of snibbling in case you need it. Okay. The noun. The action of crying and sniffing in a feeble or fretful way. You. Snibbling. Snibbling. Snivelling Jimmy Johnson. Write it down <laughs> as a possibility of our fantasy team name, please. Snivelling. Yikes. Jimmy Johnson. What a way to tamp down the notion that you're being petty about putting him in the ring of honor. Wow. <laughs> wow. How about them apples? It's it's the most Snivling disappointing breakup in sports history, in my opinion. Jimmy Johnson. Who knows what could have happened if those two could have put the ego aside and just worked for the collective great. You saw we won three out of four. It had never been done before. It's, Patriots. It's just ridiculous. Patriots. It was before yeah, my, had never been done before. Let me rephrase what I said. It had never been done before, is what I said. No, I'm saying you're the Patriots of the 90s. Oh, okay. I thought you That's, were saying the Patriots no, did it. No, you are the Patriots three of out the, of the 90s. Last, they'd done three out of four. Could have been four in a row. Easy. Could have been four in a row. But it was an epic could NFC fu- Championship game in Candlestick. But I was there. We're dealing with the of the, but we won't talk about it. I was a member of the, the media for <laughs> Redding, California's ABC that was affiliate. My first Fox ones. KRCR Television, Spirit of the North State. I was there. It was all muddy that day. A lot yeah, of Cowboys fans were sniveling over that non pass <laughs> interference call. See how I used it? Yeah. In the way that it's normally it used? used? Sniveling. <laughs> Jimmy, your thoughts. Can't Man. wait. That's got to be the first order of business when Fox gets him on a set. Jimmy, care to answer? Sniveling? Oof. What are you sniveling over? But he said he's putting him in. I don't know what. Yeah, exactly. Once again, before we get to your overreaction Monday, which you're about to get to, we have to, on the Rich Eisen Show, come up with a petty ranking. (laughs) Things that are petty. Because there's different grades of petty. Petty. The petty scale. Petty scale. Uh, Richard Petty. The king. Is the king, right? So that's the the highest level of petty. Number one. Lori Petty. That's that's lower. You got to put Tom Petty. Tom Tom Petty Petty might be the highest. So it goes Richard, Tom, Lori Kyle. Oh, no, it goes Richard, Tom, Kyle, Lori, Bryce. That's a whole lot of levels. We only There's need five like, levels. There's five, five levels. It's like a threat five level. It's, it's too many. Chart. You need three levels. It's a threat chart. It's too many. Well, it's no, like no. DEFCON. It's like the DEFCON Def Def chart. chart. Yeah. 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 Richard, Tom, Kyle. not going to remember th- Kyle. four five. No, it's easy. We'll, we'll make a graphic. Richard, Tom, Kyle, Lori, Bryce. Bryce. And so we're saying, you know, it seems like it was... Uh, Kyle level of petty that he's not in the ring of honor yet. Yeah. When I, you say sniveling, uh, that puts it up to Tom. 
if not Richard. And Jerry's saying, we're talking Bryce. Come on. I'm going to put him in. I've got other people to consider. Those who are not, one would assume, sniveling about it. Sniveling. <laughs> wow. Oh, baby. This has nothing to do with this year, obviously. Why? Oh, because this has got nothing to do with this year. Oh. So I'm just saying it. Unless Mike McCarthy starts sniveling <laughs> for his job. Oh, yeah. I'll just leave that where it Throw is. Throw the chum out, Rich. Okay, everybody. Whoa. It's a Monday. Let's do it. Time for Overreaction here Monday here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hit it. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. All righty, everybody. Go for it, Christopher. Hey, Rich. Uh, who's one of the teams that you love the most? Raiders. How about the other one? <laughs> Niners. Yes. <laughs> Debo Samuel's back. Yeah. Signed. He's, he's on the practice field today. He's never gone. He was holding in even. Hey, he was hypothetically gone. Yes. How about this? The 49ers need to reach the Super Bowl in the next three years for the Lance Debo moves to be worth it. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Although, uh, the reason why it's three years is because of Debo. Lance is going to be there for quite some time. Right. Debo thing is three years. You got yeah. a three-year window. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Justify the picks. Okay. Justify I all the you. money. I see you. I don't think that's overreaction. We got to have it. While Debo's in this window right now, and you never know, and receivers hit 30, as you know, right? I mean, we got to go. And, Trey's, and Trey, the Trey Lance move is much longer term than three years. Oh, sure, yeah. that's Like if know, Trey Lance and the Niners don't make the Super plus. Bowl in the next three years, we, we could still get that one down the road. Yeah, but you got the it's Debo, the Debo window. Yes. Okay. I'll say that's uh, I'll say that's not overreaction. Over, under, on, what about Chan- Niner championships in the th- next three years? 0.5. Do they win a Super Bowl in the next <sighs> oh, three years? Come on, man. What, do you want me to say yes? No, I'm not going to sit here and say no. That's, also, Wilson won in his rookie You know con- what, I'm not going to say no. They will not win a Super Bowl over the next three years and then have me look like Max Kellerman three years from now saying they're going to be a bum. And Trey Lance tweeting at me about his new swimwear deal. Uh, no, I'm not going to sit here saying, no, they will not. Of course they can. What's next, Chris? You're not going to trap me in that window. Yeah, I What's tried. next? I tried. All right, Jerry Jones, uh, in addition to talking about the Ring of Honor, he also said that Zeke Elliott has to be the focus of the Cowboys' he run game not. this season. He does not. How about this? Zeke Elliott's going to finish top five rushing this year. On, on, uh, I, 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 Look at the numbers before you uh, stammer and stutter it. Uh, uh, why not? Sure. <laughs> that's not. Uh, let's put it this way. That's not an overreaction, of course. That's him not? Being, no. Being in top oh. five? Even though you've said all along about Tony Pollard? Uh, just because I think Tony Pollard makes it a smarter move for them, and, and Zeke shouldn't be in top five of running this year. They should save him to start hitting people and, you know, eating for in January. Like, let Pollard take the hits in between September and December and then start tenderizing people in the playoffs with Zeke. That's the way it should go, in my mind. Last year, number fifth was, uh, number five was 1159, Dalvin Cook. Okay. He can do it. 
Twelve hundred for Zeke. I think it should be split even. TJ, I mean, Rich has really talked me into using Pollard to save Zeke. So if he doesn't He's finish so top five, good. I'm not. Good. I mean, he was seven last year. He had a thousand and two. What so I, I'm, I'm okay with him hit, not man. being in the top five if that saves him and we're winning football games. Obviously, why not hit you with a home run if you'd have to instead of? I don't know. Obviously, it, it, games dictate and what you should do to try and take time off yeah. the clock or what have you, but. To me, Zeke is, you know, longer in the tooth than before. Let him and Pollard split it. You want to give it 60-40 to Zeke? Fine. But save him for December and January and February. That's the Zeke I want to see from a Dallas Cowboy fan. What else you got over there, Christopher? All right, reports down in Jacksonville that Travis Etienne has been the star of Jags camp. Let's go. All right, I'm ready to go. I knew that last year. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, they're going to have the Jags winning at least eight games this year. Sniffing 500. Come on. Well, there's one way to find that out, Chris. Sniffing 500. Gotta pull the schedule up. Sniffing 500 for Jacksonville. All right. All they right. have not Urban Meyer. I think that's also an overreaction. I can't say Lawrence, that they won't. ATN, Christian Kirk. I mean, everybody's schedule is difficult. And obviously, they've got a last place schedule in the AFC South. So, um,. I, I will say that that is an overreaction. As you know, I think Doug Peterson might be worth two wins, and then you give him two more wins because he's not Urban Meyer. That'll give him six. Or give him what? That'll give him seven. Uh, you're in the realm. You're you're entering the of realm. Course. Of course. That's just to me for, at right now an overreaction, I will say that. I got them four four and five in the first nine. Okay. Me. I'll take that. That gives you, ha- that gives you halfway, to, yeah, halfway. Uh, halfway to eight. What else, Christopher? All right, uh, we, you know, as you said last week, we don't talk enough about the Rams. I want to talk about the Rams right now. So Van Jefferson is having another knee surgery coming up. Yes, sir. But you know who's having a great camp at wide receiver? Allen Robinson. I'm going to say this addition, he is the most important piece of the Rams' offense this season. No. Just his addition. Overreaction. What he's going to add to the offense. Most I mean, because imp- we already know all the important parts of the offense. But adding this, the most important piece to like really get them back to the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I, I hear you. That would obviously be Stafford and how his arm is doing. And then next up is can Cooper Cup do it again? Because if he can't, then yeah, Robinson becomes that much more important. But I, I, this is Cooper Cup's world and we're all living in it right now. I, I, I appreciate what you're saying, but you know, they, they got to the position last year that they were in without Robert Woods, you know, towards the end of the season. Yep. And and then Odell stepped in, and he didn't really take command of things until late in December anyway. So I, I, I'm con- I, I'd be more concerned about Stafford's arm, how it's going to hold up, and then cut. But just a reminder, they got Allen Robinson and they got Bobby Wagner. End of story. Now, uh, athletics and coaches are in love with Allen Robinson. Why not? Why wouldn't they be? And Robinson must be like, is this the way it goes in the NFL? I didn't know that. I love this music. <laughs> All right, well, oh, this music right here? Oh, that's the best. All right, last one. Last one. We know that Julio Jones went to the Bucks, right? He looks good so far. But I'm going to say Russell Gage, Rich. Ten-plus touchdowns. You know year. how I feel about him. Ten-plus touchdowns That's still an overreaction because there's still so much going on. Which one's Evans? And you know how I feel about you Russell Gage. Adopt Russell Gage. I think. I, I'm telling you. I've told you. I'm telling you again. Russell Todd Gage Bowles. is the number one under the radar acquisition this year. Period. End of story. Todd Bowles has said his defense has been unable to cover Russell Gage Russell in training camp. Russell Gage Ooh, in Tampa 
with Evans and Godwin coming back, and then you've got Julio Jones is just a nice little added attraction with Scotty Miller, the tight end that they brought in, and Kyle Rudolph. Russell Gage is going to be significant for Tom Brady, and he's going to find him a lot. 10-plus is saying a lot, though, so I'll say that's an overreaction. But he's that good. Okay, Christopher, thank you. Good You're job, welcome. Bro. Greatly You're appreciate welcome. it. Um, let's uh, let's uh, take this phone call real quick here on the Rich Eisen Show. John in Louisville, Kentucky has been hanging on for a while. What's up, John? Hey, Rich. How you doing today, sir? What's going on? Hey, first I want to thank you for taking my call, and I also want to thank you for the character that you've shown in uh, talking about the Deshaun Watson case. I mean, as someone that works for the NFL, it would be very easy for you to, you know, go the other way and just say what you think would be, you know, what people want to hear and, you know, go, go along that line. So I appreciate you talking, you know, you. showing character and talking about the way you feel. Thank you. Appreciate that. Well, I might, my thing is, as a Browns fan for a long time, like what, what message does this send to other players in the league? There's a lot of good guys in this league, but what message is this going to send to the league about how they can treat women? Like, cause even if you believe Deshaun Watson did, you know, didn't sexually assault these women, he obviously has a problem. He was still predatory, like 60-some cases of, you know, setting up massages with people that aren't even masseuses and things like that. I just kind of wanted to hear your opinion on what you thought. What kind of message does a six-game suspension, something that light, send to the rest of the league? Well, uh, I appreciate you saying that, and uh, that's what I said at the top of this program and why I think you know, I, I do want to read the entire opinion tonight before I chime on, on it uh, any longer. So I'll have a better, I think, and thanks for the call, I'll have a better formulated uh, answer as to what I've read and why Sue Robinson decided to give the six games and what I think the league should do from here on out. But if you missed what I had said at the top of the show, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of that. And in terms of saying what I say, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate, again, to work uh, at the NFL Network and have uh, the commissioner tell me before when he was the COO of the league and what he's told me as the commissioner of the league is just say what you want to say. Say what's in your heart and your gut. That's what we hired you for. And that's why I'm sitting here on this show. So uh, I'm appreciative of that. All right, we will take a break. And uh, when we come back, um, we're going to up our... Uh, our game, TJ. I don't know what you are. You working on your tick, the latest TikTok video right there? Is that I, at the very second, no, I was just looking what at we, Twitter. What were you doing? Just looking at Twitter. Okay, that's your job. Well, yeah, in part, in part. Okay, <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show resident TikTok expert, my son Xander, is here in studio, uh, and we're going to take advantage of his summer break by having him right here in studio. This is going to—I have no idea how this is going to go—but he's going to join us <laughs> next right here on the program. I wouldn't miss it if I were you. Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. 
Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. My son Xander Eisen, resident TikTok expert, is here on the program where utilizing your remaining days off before your eighth grade season begins. It's three weeks. My birthday's on Friday. Well, I know that. By the way, you turn you turn 14, 14. on Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, my son's turning yeah, 14 birthday. years old. Yeah, okay, so you're saying our TikTok page looks too like much a like a page. fan page. Like, I feel like the reason why you guys aren't aren't getting that many followers, they don't feel like people want to see, they want to follow, I guess, mm-hmm. the actual show. Yes. And... What you should do is actually like, I've seen there's videos with Brockman in it. Mm. I've seen a video with Brockman in it that looks like it's a part of the show. Like I was like, oh maybe that will go will get views, and it okay. did. And I just feel like more of those videos are more of just uploads from YouTube. And when you reach a thousand followers, yes. I said, you can literally just put a phone there, and you can just you can just uh, have the show go on lives. Oh, and. I know you guys do that for YouTube. I'm pretty sure you guys like. We're not like, live on YouTube. Uh, no, like, we're just uh, on like Peacock. Still, like if you're on, you know, if you're on Peacock, right? Like you also can do TikTok at the same time too. Mm. And it will get the more fan base because I know a lot of my friends at camp. Yes. Really, really, really like your show, and they are all talking about how like sometimes while they're in the car they listen to it on the radio, but at school they can't really listen to it. And, and, and like so, TikTok some, is the way to. So I'm saying, it's kind of the reason to reach kids. Are you telling me that kids are watching TikToks at school? <laughs> a lot of the time, kids are at my school. No. Too. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take that back. Good, good follow up there, Zan. Good follow up. You know what, Zan? Um, I appreciate the tips. Um, I've got something for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You may have missed this over the last several days because you were in fashion camp and you were doing your own thing, right? Yeah. That Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals, they put in his contract, which they, they paid him handsomely, that he gets guaranteed money in his contract. That's mm-hmm. money's guaranteed. Sort of like, say, your allowance if you do your... If your, I do my, my picking up my dog's poop. That's correct. And, like, <laughs> mom, and, and mom told me, my, when, when Dylan took a nice Uh-oh, diarrhea... Oh, careful, careful. Whoa, 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 whoa easy. <laughs> she just was like, go pick it up. It was, like, warm. I was like, mom. Okay, thank you for that information. <laughs> but, so, here's the deal. That there is a clause in his contract, Xander, mm-hmm. that he's got to do his study work outside of work sort of like say homework there it is on the screen right there where there's a clause where he's got to do his homework and if he doesn't he doesn't get his guaranteed money and wait a minute can we put the relevant clause up here that you tell me if this sounds familiar not not the fact that he's doing this study but his independent study that if you take a look at the bottom of it it says the, the he cannot he must take his iPad, okay, with the information on it and view it. And he cannot, as you look at player, if you look at B, player cannot be engaged in any other activity that may distract his attention. For example, watching television, playing video games, or browsing the internet. What do you think of that clause, Sam? <laughs> what do you think if we struck a deal for you with your homework. It's already happening, I thought. <laughs> so you, I thought it's already happening. Because <laughs> he blocked all of the, the like all of like the 
If I, 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 I right? do always block like YouTube and all that stuff on my computer, so I can't fake doing my homework on the on the. What? On the... what? Wait a minute! Oh. Is, that, is that what you're doing? No. <laughs> Chris, it sounds like think? that's what he's doing. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like do you he's think? doing that. Can we? Can we, we How, about this? Right How about this? 